Everybody, our salutation for every time you interrupt me, your penis gets a little bit shorter. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. It's assuming he has one. Yes. Hey, everybody, our Nation version 2.0. This is Dan, and with me is Rob and Jake. Hey, Rob. Hey, Jake. What's going on, guys? Hey. What's happening, Dan? Uh, you know, we're having a little bit of a headache with uh, some new audio gear, but I think we're gonna muddle our way through it. We have, yeah, I think we I think we can get through it. Right now, it kind of sounds like a bunch of deaf guys with uh, bad hearing aid batteries standing <laughs> in an elevator. But uh, we'll see well, what happens. It's going to sound better than last week. I'll tell you that much right now. But anyway, hey, uh, guess who we have with us tonight? Who's that? We have Pinion and Rusty Haggard. Hey, how nice, you guys doing? dirty dog. So yes. what's going on, Pinion? It's been a while since you've been on the show, man. What's up? Oh, yes. Well, you know, Pinion's been having a good time. I've uh, been working a little bit. Unfortunately, that interrupts my uh, my flying, if you will. Yeah. But I had an epic day to flying today. Flew with the Rusty and Robert and all the gang out at the 114th uh, Aero Squadron. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful day, a little windy. Uh, but uh, we, we got in about, oh, I probably got 10 flights in or so. Uh, yes, yes. On the old N5C. Yes. So it was a good day. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the Gowie X5 is uh, acting like it's uh, possessed. You know? <laughs> uh, figure out what bearing's gone bad in it or something because now it pirouettes to the left uh, when I really don't want to pirouette. But uh, we'll get that figured it's out. <laughs> you sure you're not you're not getting a little too much uh, paw action going yes. in there on the yeah. on the rudder maybe? I might have snagged it with my penis. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, get rusty to clip your nails there, Penny. Can you get the radio yes. that low? I mean. Uh, yeah, so well, I hold it kind of down there where the you know the, the radio rubs up against my nether region. So, uh-huh. yes, uh-huh. but uh, it was a, it was a beautiful day here. You're so. a dirty dog, Pinion. You're a dirty <laughs> yes, dog. I'm one of those warm weather dicks you keep talking about. Pinion yes. <laughs> did a bunch of inverted loops today. It was a big deal. Oh yeah. Yes. He tucked his tail, man. He tucked his yes. tail. I huh. tucked my tail and ran. Yes. <laughs> Rob, what have you been up to this past week, man? A whole lot of nothing. Well, no, I mean, I, uh, I got, uh, I'm trying to get more flights on that NCPX and, uh, tweaking it. I had talked about the last time that I think the boom was split a little bit. So mm-hmm. I took a little CA and some heat shrink and just, uh, loaded up in there and, and shrunk that down and got it nice and sturdy. And so yeah, I was flying pretty good. Um, and I was doing, uh, backwards, uh, circuits in my kitchen and the thing just kind of veered off and smashed between the fridge and the cupboard and, um, <laughs> broke off right past where I shored up the. Uh, where the, I short up the tail boom, it just kind of snapped it right there in the mountain. So now I'm SOL again. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to rape my 4.3 frame that's sitting on the shelf and steal the carbon fiber boom out of that sucker and uh, get it on there. But Yeah. Yeah. But uh, other than that, no, it's not, you know, I had to, I had to, uh, I had to do a, a move at work. Uh, so they migrated my ass. And I've, I've talked before about how I had this huge ass cube. Um, uh, two computer setups in this, uh, computer lab and stuff, all set up corner office with the window and shit like that. And 
my boss is like, we're going to need you to move upstairs into a really small cube tucked back in the corner. And so whatever. So, so I had you, to do that. I spent all week getting, uh, you know, re-acclimated to doing that. And that's a pain in the ass. Did he come to you and say, so, yeah, I'm going to need you to move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. going to need you Did to you come in on memo? Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Yeah. And so whatever, you know, so I got that squared away. And uh, the nice thing is where I've, where they got me sitting now, the cube walls are uh, – kind of shorter so i can sit right at my desk and i can fly a circuit like down the aisle and back um with the ncpx while i'm on the phone and shit so yeah that's my stapler it's, kind of it's my stapler i'm gonna burn this place <laughs> it's a down. swing line i'm gonna burn this place down <laughs> jake are you with us yeah i'm here are you sure i'm sure okay what do you what have you been up to man besides uh trying to help me through these uh technical audio issues that we've been having for the past few hours um working no i've been uh working on a few reviews uh, i posted one last week i'm working on posting another one here shortly um continuing with the savix review yeah did you guys um, and you did... know screwing with the website yeah Maybe. yeah why don't you uh why don't you tell everybody a little bit about that because there's a little bit of confusion i had some guys ask me where did my videos go yeah com. <laughs> Uh, well, we took down part of the site, um, the, I guess we called it the Nation Network, but the forum's been getting a lot more activity than the Nation Network ever got, and a lot of the videos and stuff were just YouTube anyways, so um, we're going to make some changes to the forum to support that so people can uh, show their videos off still, but it'll just be in a different place. Mm -hmm. But but with the changes, um, I cleaned up some stuff in the back end, and we lost. Well, we, we didn't lose them, but the way the avatars were loaded into the website, they need to be reloaded in. So you'll have to do that. Um, but other than that, hmm. yeah, other than that. <laughs> so is that like some sort of form of identity theft? Taking everybody's avatars? Yeah, I stole them. I'm yes, keeping that them. That means Dan's going to have to upload a new yeah. picture of his prank now. Hawk them back. Yes. I'm going to have to, wait, wait a minute, I'm going to have to what now? You're going to have to upload a new picture of your crank now, right? Oh, <laughs> That's your avatar? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> you are one crazy dog. So um, the webpage is looking good, Jake. I mean, you've been putting a ton of work into it. So, you know, keep it up, yo. Yes, the website looks uh, fantastic. Uh, when you get the, the RC Heli Nation site, uh, like where you want it, mm -hmm. uh, why don't you come do pinions? Because <laughs> 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 yeah. pinions, quite frankly, sucks. Yes. <laughs> I had some nice artwork on it. Rusty made some for me, and then I blew it up and, and installed it. Uh, see, Pinion, that's what happens when you don't have opposable thumbs. Shit hits the that's fan. That's it. That's exactly that's right. That's exactly right. Right. Rusty's the only one with thumbs in this operation. I think. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the weather, I, I know that uh, Jake and, and Rob and I are still up north, and you guys are down there in the warm weather dick region. Uh, for us, for me, the weather up here has just been... I don't know, kind of a tease, kind of nice. And then it, it, you look outside and you're like, wow, it looks really nice out there and sun shining. And uh, you go outside and you're like, holy balls, it's cold as hell out here. Yep. So yeah. for me flying this week, not a lot's been going on there. I've been really busy with the <laughs> getting this all this shit squared away that uh, the new secret weapon, the, the nation's new secret weapons, I guess, is what we're going to refer to it as. But... Um, I haven't had a chance to do any flying. I guess I was talking with Brian today, and apparently that um, 
that uh, Hawker brushless conversion is on its way to me. It's him. It's uh, he had it in his hands today, and I guess tomorrow he's going to send it. So sweet. Yeah, I'll be messing around with that brushless shit. <laughs> now, that's that's the one that the Ready Haley is going to be carrying, right? You know what? That- it's it's by Hawker, and I don't know. Uh, it's a guy from China that has been dealing with uh, miniature helicopter stuff for quite a while and um i don't know a lot about it but as soon as i get it in my hands and start messing with it uh you know we'll be sure to talk quite a bit about it but uh i don't know you know i, I don't know if ready hell he's going to be selling it. i know that he's looking to get some uh uh i, I know ready hell had something they were going to start offering uh some sort of brushless conversion yeah, there was uh, a YouTube you know, video on but, it. But too. I don't know who's making it, and I just thought it might be the same one. But uh. could be, very well, could be. Yeah, I saw the same thing the other day. So I do kind of have a, a kind of a, I don't know. I, it's kind of a humorous little thing that happened to me. In fact, just today, there's a there's a subway not too far from me, and um, they have uh, trains in the ground. No, up there, <laughs> Subway sandwich <laughs> shop. Come on, man. Oh, okay. I just want to keep, make sure. keep up, opinion. Keep up. Okay, Come I'm on now. Up. Yeah, okay. So anyway, uh, there's a kid that works there, and uh, he's very, uh, you know, you can't judge a book by a cover. But if I had to guess, he's gay. Not a big deal. <laughs> Shit. But the not thing is, is anything wrong with that? No, not at all. And yeah. the thing is, is he's super efficient. He's very fast, very friendly. Doesn't look at you cross-eyed when you ask him <laughs> to do something, right? Because like. Well, I don't really want that on my sandwich. And he's like, oh, okay, no, not a problem. And uh, I was there I was there a few weeks ago, and there was a ton of people in there, and there was a kid making a sandwich in front of him, and he had like five sandwiches to make. And then, and he made all five of these sandwiches before this kid even finished this one. And I, and I told the owner, because I know the owner, I said, this kid is an excellent employee, right? And so today my mom calls, and she's coming through the valley, uh, and she calls, and she says, do you want me to, you, you know, I'm coming through, do you want me to get you something for lunch or something? I said, yeah, stop at the subway. And so she says, after the kid makes my sandwiches, she she said, you know, my son comes here every now and again, and he really likes you. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Like, she slipped in the digits or what? I'm like, you know, and of course she she was thinking, you know, I think that he's a good employee. He makes good, you know, he's fast, he's friendly. And I said, that probably wasn't the thing to say. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even, if I, even if I was into him, he's jailbait, right? <laughs> oh stop you want, it. I get off you want to know him in the biblical sense yeah. a lot in a loafer yes yeah so anyway he's a good kid he he i always tip him really good because he makes he's fast and friendly and and uh, you give him the uh, tip yeah. Uh, yeah. doesn't leave a mess okay. behind yeah i'm sure you do you have a dirty mind opinion dirty yeah, he's little a dirty dog dirty little mind. pay me for that's all it's really been happening here um we're gonna go into a little bit of news now what do you think there rob news oh Following is a public service announcement from Save the Fly Bar. Let these fly bars sit in the cold, damp corners of your garage to rust or be sent to the junkyard for melting away for plank parts. Every day, the number of fly barless units increases dramatically, leaving fly bars to squander away into obscurity. Not to mention the fly bar paddles. Carbon, plastic, 
and all of those KBDD paddles hoping to fly another day. It takes a little for you to become a special friend of the fly bar. For just 75 cents a day, you could save a fly bar somewhere across the nation. As a sponsor, you could exchange photos and letters from all the happy children currently flying their fly bar helis. So come on, pick up the phone. Call 1-800-SAVE-FLY-BAR. Thank you for your time and consideration. Save the fly bar now. What you got, man? Um, I'm a I'm an avid Spartan fan, uh, electronics fan, uh, almost as much as I am an avid Gowie fan. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty diehard, and so I've been uh, I've been I don't know I mean I've been on Spartan's jock for as long as I can remember. <laughs> uh, we've been waiting. I mean, I, I know a lot of people know that um, uh, Spartan's has had this uh, rumor of a three-axis gyro in the works. Well, it's finally uh, been yeah. released as a you know as a public item it's the vortex vx1 um yes. is what they're going to release god they've been working on this thing for over a year this is before the micro beast came out and all of that right um but uh that looks like it's out now mm-hmm. you know i've been kind of you know keeping my eye on it and you know I, I i couldn't expect anything but um but the best from uh the guys over at spartan i know angelos is uh he spends a good amount of time in the forums answering questions and just kind of keeping people on par with where they're headed and you know, looking at the unit now, I mean, it looks like they pulled it off pretty well. I'm anxious to see, um, you know, how how, the, how it actually handles, how flight tests really are and stuff like that. I, you know, I'm I'm working on getting my hands on those two. I know um, the beta, the pre-release on the Quark, uh, when that first came out, and, and once all of us uh, pre-release users got it, I mean, it was unanimous. There was no reason to go back to the drawing board, you know, or or change anything. And I I couldn't expect anything different here with this. Um, they're taking a little bit of a different tack. They've also created a thing called a data pod. I, 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 that just came out as well, and it gives you the ability to just have a in-the-field kind of a unit that you can use, uh, kind of like um, the guys, uh, uh, I guess the guys over at Jetty, they got their little pod there, and a couple other vendors, they create these little field tools or whatever. Well, this data pod apparently is full-featured. You can you, you know, you know can program your 760, your Quark if you want, this VX1, their, uh, their AP ship stabilizer all that stuff can be done on the data pod so you know kudos to spartan you know i, I said it uh, in there uh, real early on in the flyballers thread in, in the spartan area that uh, even though i own the beast x i own well i own two beast x i know i don't have a reason to buy a spartan i don't have a bird that i need to put it on but uh definitely when it's to market i'm gonna purchase one just because it's a spartan you know and that you know that's my story and i'm sticking to it so check it out you know we got links we'll put in the show notes and stuff like that but uh i think the general consensus about the spartan you know it just works uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to do the same. So it's pretty cool. Very nice. Very nice. So you guys are, uh, well, you guys know who Helly Harry is, right? Everybody knows? Yes, who? sir. Pinion and Rusty, do you guys know who Harry, Helly Harry is? I've never heard of him. He's a young I guy. Assume, I assume he has a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> he is a young guy from the UK who um, was on our show in the original version of our show uh, quite a few times. And, um, he was like six years old when he started flying and uh, turned out to be a pretty good pilot. He's sponsored by Horizon UK and several other sponsorships over there in the UK. And also to a good friend of the show, Dan Taylor, he's a videographer. I don't know, Rob, if you had a chance or Jake, if you had a chance, but I put in the show notes a link to the uh, 
latest video, I guess there was Fun Fly in London, and uh, Harry did some demonstrations. Pretty good, pretty good. The kid's coming along. I think he's almost, I think he's eight now. And uh, we're going to put a link to this video on the show notes. So I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, yeah that, that dude, uh, he flies pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, he's going to be an amazing flyer. Keeps with it. Keeps up with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I kind of get the same vibe from Heli Harry and his dad as, um, you know, Justin G yeah. and his dad, mm-hmm. where it was it was all up to the child to decide how much or how little he wanted to be involved in the hobby. And I know there used to be this big hubbub when uh, Justin was kind of coming on the radar for everybody. People asking questions like, well, is his dad making him do this kind of stuff? Is he just kind of pushing him through the hobby to promotion for promotion or whatever it would be? That's totally not the case. You know, I've, you know, I've, I've spoke with his dad and it's, he's really humble, you know, when it comes to that whole thing. He's like, you know, if, if my kid tomorrow just doesn't want to do this anymore, that's fine. We'll sell all the stuff and we'll do something else, you know. And, you know, that's, I, I couldn't see any other way to broach the subject of a hobby this complex and expensive to a child than, than something like that. You just let that kid do what he wants. And if he doesn't want to do the hobby anymore, that's what it is, you know. And I kind of get the same kind of vibe, um, you know, out of the Heli Harry situation too. So more power to him, you know, keep up the good work. And, uh, you know, before I know, you don't figure, who knows, maybe 10 years down the line, we got the next, uh, you know, Alan Zabo or something. Sure. Like that, you know? So that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so opinion, do you have some news? Well, I don't, I, it may be news. Uh, I don't know if it's news to you guys, but uh, uh, Robert uh, Abel's, I was over at his house a few days ago, and he said, hey, you've got to see this video of the, the new Blade uh, 300 mm-hmm. uh, that they're coming out with. Uh, the the thing comes with uh, the 7200BX on it, so it's coming with the Beast X. Yeah. But uh, we're watching the video, and the neat thing about the video, I guess it was on YouTube, we both look at one another. There was no credits for the pilot. Uh, you could not see the pilot in the video. We both look at each other and go, that's Kyle Dahl flying that. I'm pretty sure that's who's flying it anyway. But uh, it's pretty interesting, the price point on it. Uh, it's literally something that you could buy and fly, and you know, yeah. when you finally get tired of kind of ma- maybe messing with it and rebuilding the servos from crashes or whatever, take that B-Stex off and put it on your next bird. So it really looked oh, yeah. like, uh, you know, a, a, I would say a bargain if there's such a thing because I think it was under $400. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, right at three, and it's it's that spectrum embedded piece. It's pretty cool. Yes. So I mean, you know, normally with the a lot of times you when you get those kind of helicopters, there's really not much you can use on them. You know, on your next helicopter, but uh, right. this you could actually take it off and uh, and put it on, uh, you know, a T Rex 500 or something like that. You know, whatever you wanted to put it on. So I think that's a pretty interesting uh, thing, and I think it would be worth people looking at the uh, uh, the video that they have on YouTube for it. It's, it's a good flight anyway. Yeah, we'll have to dig up that video, put it on the show notes. Uh, how, about, yes. how about you, Jake? You got anything? I do. What do you got, man? Amazingly enough. Um, the I've been talking to HeliDirect, um, trying to find out when my goblin's coming. But in the process, I managed to find out, you know, exactly how much they have coming and when. Um, on the 29th, they're getting approximately 66 kits in and then on either the second or third they're supposed to be getting another 48 kits in i think that comes out to some 114 kits so if people know what number in line they are they'll know if they're actually getting one or not Hmm. so jake uh, opinion so you're you know jake's not getting a goblin he's getting a goblin and he's gonna put some (laughs) savics in there (laughs) goblin 
Yeah, He's putting but... some Savix Serbos in there. <laughs> Serbos? Right. Yes. Yes, I like the Savix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm more of a when fan. You, when you talk to them about the, uh, the, the Goblin, did you happen to ask them anything about the rumors of the 600 Goblin and how that's coming? Um, I've seen a couple pictures of it. I haven't heard anything about when it's coming out yet, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got your 600 Goblin right here. Yes. <laughs> Opinions having bad influence on this operation. I can see that all. Yeah. You must not have listened to last week's show. That was a bad one. <laughs> we had some uh, rather adult topics on that show last week. So how about you, Rusty? You got anything? Well, you know, we, uh, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to fly for miniature, and and uh, I guess I'd have to say that. You know, we've got a new member on our team, and he's actually on this this uh, this patch. That'd be Pinion. What? That's kind of kind of big news. Pinion's flying John? for a miniature aircraft, yeah. huh? Yes, yeah, miniature aircraft. They'll hire anybody. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah, he's flying. Uh, yeah, we're really happy to have uh, Pinion flying for miniature and uh, heli wholesaler. So does that um, mean Pinion that you're going to be giving me your uh, N5 then, or what's the deal there? <laughs> <laughs> the N5C is on the block, baby. Really? We beat the shit out of that thing today because we out of it today. <laughs> I tell you what, I find that I fly a whole lot looser when I have two kits in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like, get to well, we get to the field today, and 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 freaking Pinion's got two damn miniature kits sitting on the damn dash of his truck. <laughs> huh. So, uh, what kits do you got then? Oh, you- I have the uh, the Furious Furion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Fury 55. Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, hopefully get cranking on those and have them ready in time for Las Vegas. So that's, that's the goal. You're definitely going to be in Montana then in July. Oh, yes. They, that's part of the job description. They said if you don't come up here, you have to send it back. So, but, uh, we'll, yes, we'll I, give it, if, if you don't come up, up, we'll come down there and give you a little Western justice. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, opinion's very excited. Uh, I, I really like to... Uh, I like the the style of the kits and the you know, the, the process they use. It, it, you know, I like lots of metal. You know, as Pena's done many box openings for many kits. I love lots of metal on my helicopters. Well, it all so, guess what? It all makes sense now. It all yeah. it's all making sense. This is why Bobby left miniature aircraft because there just wasn't enough room <laughs> for Pinion and Bobby in one outfit. Well, oh, that's in one room. Yes, no. And then Bobby has the audacity to accuse me of stealing his radio. I saw that. Exactly. I was exactly. like, dude, I fly, I fly JR, dude. I'm not going to steal your futile. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever became of that? I mean, I saw all the videos and... Uh... Well, you know, that's... I mean, obviously it was a joke. Right, right, right. But uh, when we were finished with it, you know, Bobby goes, yeah, I'll get the video up as soon as, uh, as, soon as I can. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, well, you know, the next day I got back, uh, back home to Fort Worth. So I said, well, I'll just... I'll plant a little message on the, uh, the opinions <laughs> the thing on the heli freak. Mm-hmm. So I put something up there about, uh, you know, it's, it was, I tried to make it sound serious. You know, opinion, uh, Bobby Watts has accused me of stealing his radio, and I would never do such a thing. And, you know, strength and honor, please back up opinion, this kind of And I mean, some guys really bought into it. Yes, they did. And this went on for about uh, three days before Bobby put it up. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> quick. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that some people are like, um, please tell me this is a joke. Yeah. Really? Well, it's, it, when it was going on, uh, you know, I didn't realize he was going up to E-Fest. I mean, I should have known, but uh, yeah. anyway, I said, oh, 
I said, he'll get the video up, and then next I see on Facebook, I'm on my way to E-Fest. And I went, oh, opinion is screwed, unless he brought his laptop with him. So uh, but he did get it put up while he was up there. So, Well, congrats- congratulations, Pinion, on the miniature aircraft thing. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, thank you. And uh, Pinion's going to enjoy flying uh, their excellent helicopters this next season. And, uh, of course, that doesn't mean he's not going to enjoy uh, going in the pocket with his friends and uh, showing everybody the different helicopters. Everything's all great. Sure. So I like, like everything that I see. So. So I'm going to, there's a few things um, that I want to mention here while we're still doing the news. It has to do mainly with some listener reviews and uh, I had a listener request a shout out. So we're going to do that. CR Models, uh, Chris, he's done a few reviews uh, for our webpage, uh, Chaos 450 Pro. Uh, got some shout outs to that. I'll put that up in the, uh, in the show note links on the webpage. He's also done a Blade MSRX for those of you who are, Wondering if the next step up heli would be that or a 450. I guess he kind of talks about that a little bit. Also, we have a new listener to the show. Just started listening last week. He sent me a message. Uh, Michigan Flyers, his name. This is the guy. I kind of went into a little bit of conversation on our forum, our, on our uh, show support forum. He's got a couple kids and his wife and everybody in the family is starting to get into helicopters. The kids, the wife, everybody. Nice. Nice. How awesome Very is that? Cool. Yeah, he Very wanted me cool. to give a shout out to uh, Braden and Louise. He thinks uh, they're they're the kids that want to learn how to fly helicopters. So keep that up. And, that uh, sounds like that's going to be one sick and twisted family. Well, you know, I talked to him. I said, <laughs> I said that. I'm just saying that's awesome. I think that's great. But I can imagine that your heli budget's going to have to increase a few notches. Well, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Could you imagine? God. Trying to keep <laughs> helicopters in everybody's pocket. Yeah, but see, that's chores incentive for the kids, man. And that's exactly what he said. I don't know if you caught that on the farm. He said, well, you know, the kids, they're going to be buying all their stuff with chore money. So yeah. I guess yeah, I guess he'll never have to mow the lawn again. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Or, or fold clothes, right? <laughs> fold clothes. They will never go to college, but they will go to XFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no shit. All righty, guys. Well, I think that's about it for the news. Uh Hey guys, Dan here. I want to remind you about the HeliPros discount code. $10 off any purchase of $100 or more. Check it out, helipros.com. Log in, find out what you need. Apply the code RCHN0212 and you get $10 off your order for $100. Not valid with the weekly loot deals and one use per customer. This is going to expire February 29th. So HeliPros supports the nation. So let's support HeliPros. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have Pinion and Rusty on with us. Uh, Pinion's been on before. Rusty's new to the show. Uh, say hi, Rusty. Hey, how you guys doing? Why don't you uh, tell us uh, how in the hell do you end up hanging out with Pinion and well, why? Yeah, I'll tell you what. a pooper scooper a... and it was an opportunity. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you, it's, you know, it's a... Uh, it's crazy, but you know, here down here in Texas, you know, dogs just show up everywhere. But we mm-hmm. uh, actually, it's, it's kind of funny, you know. Arrow Hobbies is a local hobby shop, and and we'd kind of been in there a couple times, and um, and John had been in there, and I'd talked to him at a couple of fun flies, and uh, lo and behold, we wind up at a fun fly, and my uh, my clutch stack on my T Rex seven hundred. Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Who's, who's John? 
Well, I guess that's Pinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just thought well, I'd Pinion, throw that in there. Yeah, that's, that's the guy point. with his hand up the dog's ass. <laughs> that's right. It's all about being a puppet, right? Uh, that got me in trouble at Archie, but that's a whole other story. Shoot, yeah, that almost shoot on Shoot thespians can stay in character, Rusty. <laughs> anyway, uh, John had been flying for a while, and he'd been in their shop, and I, you know, I didn't really know. We talked to him a couple of times, and there's a bunch of us that fly because we've got a great group down here. And what was really cool was, is I know Mitch, Mitch Pricer has been on the show a couple of times and we were in Austin last year and Mitch was coming down to the Austin fun fly. So he was flying for Curtis at the time and he had a rave and Mitch has come a long way and being able to build a helicopter and all this kind of stuff. And his fuel tank was leaking and John knew his dad. So we helped Mitch with his helicopter and we wound up just hanging out with John. And before you knew it, we've been hanging out with him ever since. And it's just kind of like, you know, it's always been this way. So, uh, pinions, pinions been a part of our stuff for quite some time. So very, very fortunate to run into to pinion. He, uh, I tell you, it's not the same when he's not at the field. It's not the same flying when, when pinions not around, it's just not the same. So, um, we're, we're really glad that John's around. Yeah. Yes, make up your mind if you want Pinion at the field or John. Well, you're entertaining. You can't have both. It's just a matter which asshole shows up. It's just yeah. who's going to show first. Two names, one <laughs> asshole. So, so, Rusty, how long have you been flying helicopters? Man, I've been flying for right at three and a half, four years. Yeah? About four years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, it's worse than drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so you are sponsored by Miniature Aircraft as well? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm very blessed. I've One... I'd like to say thank you for letting me on the show. And I've got a great bunch of sponsors, um, Miniature Aircraft, Telehealthsailor, uh, YS Engines, Scorpion, Rotor Rage. So uh, just, you know, Maverick Blades, just really great bunch of guys to be flying for. And, yeah. you know, we're weekend warriors down here, you know. I mean, I'm 43, love flying the hobby, been doing it a long time. Got to go to Urcha for the last, first time last year. And just made great friends, you know, J.C. Zankel, Mitch Pricer, Matt Naska, all these guys. And, you know, every time we go, we just make more friends. And, you know, let's face it, you know, there's pros and there's weekend warriors. And, you know, for me, the cool thing is being able to help everybody. And I had a lot of people help me when I got in the hobby. But it's really cool to be able to help people. And, you know, if you're going to be a rep, that's and that's really what it's about. And. Like JC, we were hanging out down at the Monroe Fun Fly, and you know he was talking about, you know, for him, that's that's really where it's about. Because my God, he's been flying since what three, and yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, you know, he's been flying since he's three. So there's, you know, nothing new under the sun for him or helicopters concerned. But uh, it was really cool, you know. I, I've we'll say we're going to Fun Flies or whatever, and I'll get PMs on Run Rider about. Um, I've got a YS engine. Could you help me tune it when we get to the field? Or I've got a V bar. Could you help me tune it? And the the one fourteenth, the guys that we fly with have, in this area have got a pretty good reputation for being able to help everybody. And it's really cool to see a smile on somebody's face or um, somebody who's having a problem with a V bar, you know, not understanding how to tune it. And then all of a sudden, next thing you turn around, they're just beating the hell out of their helicopter. And you in know, in a good way. Yeah, in a great. <laughs> Way. And that for me, man, that's just that's that's killer. You know, I mean, I love flying. I love, you know, beating the hell out of something. And but uh, to be able to help somebody is just 
just really cool. So, you know, that for me, that's just, that's killer. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, up here in Montana, we don't have a lot of helicopter flyers. I mean, I know, you know, Heli Pros and, uh, you know, miniature aircraft and all those guys are in Montana just by coincidence more than anything. <laughs> um, there are a few, even, the, even there locally. I don't know if you guys you know, spend a lot of time there, but even locally there at Helipros, uh, in Billings, you would think that there would be quite a few flyers there, right? Well, I think it's the altitude. <laughs> yeah, there, there's just not. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I would love to see, I, I try to every, I try to get more people into the hobbies as often as I can. And it's, uh, up here locally. And, uh, I just think that I, I agree completely. And when you're, when you're helping somebody, it's just, it's just, it's what makes the hobby fun. It's like that extension of flying. You know, flying's yeah. awesome, but yeah. it's it's just not what it's all about. There's more to it. There and and you know, if you're going to be a rep and you're going to rep for these companies, at the end of the day, it's about helping people. Um, at Archa, I had a great opportunity. Mark, the, the director of marketing for for Rotor Rage, came up to me and the distributor that for Columbia. Uh, had a bunch of flyers down there, and they they had a couple of YS engines, and they they were brand new engines, and they were having trouble getting them running or whatever. And Mark walked over to me and asked me if I could help them getting them running, and I'm like, sure, if you could, you know, get a translator because none of them spoke English. No. So, so that was that was step one, and the distributor actually spoke both languages, so it was actually kind of cool because we put both the helicopters on our heli table. And um, I plumbed both the machines, and I set the needles, and I told them how we break in the engines. And so they did everything, and, and I said, if you guys want to touch the needles or whatever, you know, come find me. I said, but if you'll break the engine in right here, I said, then, you know, move the whole range of the motor a couple of clicks. I said, you should be able to beat the hell out of this thing in, you know, about four flights. Well, two or three hours passed and I came back and there's two guys standing there and my sponsor standing there. I get the two biggest hugs in the world from these two guys from Columbia. Couldn't speak a link of English. Hey, maybe and... you should introduce them to the guy at the subway. <laughs> 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 but it was awesome because they went down there, they did everything. And, uh, you know, as far as I know, they're as happy as they could be. And, you know, for me, that was a big deal. It's my first trip to Urcha and, I'm asked to set up these guys' helicopters, and, you know, that's a lot of money when you're sitting there thinking about a nitro, you know, you know, messing up a motor or whatever. And uh, so it was it was really cool to see these guys, and they, they were great pilots. They beat the shit out of these machines, and they had a couple of 3DSs, and it was just really cool to be able to set those up where they could, you know, just get on them. And at that level, you know, that that's pretty cool. So it was, it was a very humbling experience uh, for me to be a, to be a part of that. Hey, Dan. Yeah. One thing I did want to say, I didn't get a, you know, we were talking about John and, and miniature and stuff. I know there's been a lot of talk on the forums about the whiplash and, uh, you know, the nitro and the gasser and all that. And uh, I talked to Jeff Green today, and I kind of was going to mention this on the show, and, and I hadn't done it yet. But, you know, the electric shipping and the nitro should be out by the end of this month. So okay. that's, that's a few days. And then uh, the gasser should be out by the end of March. So I know there's a lot of, you know, rhetoric on run rider and stuff, but you can get whiplash gas. Are, are you <laughs> back with us, Rob? The end of the I month. am back. Jeez. 
man, we were having so much fun. I didn't pay attention. I had like 4% battery left to reboot it. And that's all right. We talked uh, about you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> These people are not your friends. I'm telling you, you wouldn't do some of the shit they said about you while you were gone. <laughs> I like the time. Remember, we thought Bert was off. He, he dropped the call, <laughs> yeah. and we were talking some shit about him, and he's listening the whole time. That was epic. Uh, yes. <laughs> guys, I'm here. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know that. You know, I. You tell me that the the nitro and all those are going to be out, but you know we've been we've been hearing that, we've been hearing that for a while, man. Well, I know that's why I called Jeff. That's why I called Jeff because I said, "Look, dude, I'm going on uh, RC Heli Nation. This is going to come up." And somebody's going to ask me about, you know, I electric's been shipping for a while. Yeah. And then the, uh, the nitro, there was just a couple things in the kit that they wanted to make better. So that's kind of been what the holdup was. So what's been, that, the hold, what's been holding up the gasser? Uh, well, honestly, dude, it's the production. The, yeah. the demand for the electric was, uh, I yeah. think more than that, more than they anticipated. So they're actually looking and working on, up in their production to, to keep up with the demand, which is actually kind of cool, you know, when you think about it. Because yeah. when, when you think about the, the market and, you know, there's so many more helicopters out there now than there were a couple of years ago. You know, a line, you know, flooded the market, but there's a lot of people that are looking for, I think, alternatives to, you know, just the normal 700, which is a great machine. I mean, I've had three 700s, but... Uh, the demand for the electric just zapped them and, yeah. um, you know, for them to produce all the parts and stuff. So, uh, there was just a couple of things in the nitro kit that they wanted to uh, improve. So, um, you know, Jeff told me, you know, end of the month and then the gaster by the end of March. So hopefully, you know, that'll hold true. And, uh, we've had one here, anybody who flies this thing, I'm telling you, you've never flown anything with the cyclic response that this helicopter has. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. So, it's well worth the wait. Tell him to send me one, and I'll make that decision. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to gas you on either. I mean, that's the truth. So. <laughs> I think the, the whiplash gasser, that'd be fun to beat the crap out of that. Yeah, oh, I would, yeah. yeah, I would love yeah. to fly one of those. So You know, I, I, had, anyway. I had several gassers, and I've gotten rid of them, uh, but I do I, – I've been saying all along I've wanted to get a, a whiplash gasser, but – not available. I know, yes, dude. I, I know. Trust longer, me. No, it's 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 coming to an end. I mean, they only had so many uh, test kits to get out. We had one in this area. Uh, Robert Abel's um, had it, and we flown his. And I got to fly his with a one with a YS one twenty in it last uh, last weekend, and it was just phenomenal. I mean, so it it sucks that it's you know had to push back the the delivery date, but. I think it's going to be well worth it at the end of the day. That's better than all of us being beta testers. Yeah. So three, three years in the hobby. Yep. How much simming do you do? Man, I sim every morning at work for about 30 to 45 minutes a day. And, uh, it, cause work starts at nine and I've got two big monitors. I'm on a Mac. I'm an art director by profession. I've been oh. doing it for like 22 years. And, uh, so I sim about 30, 45 minutes a day. And my big thing right now is working on uh, tempo as far as uh, my flying goes. Orientations and things like that, you know, not a problem. But just really trying to work on the tempo because, you know, you can get it caught up into stuff. You start learning new things, and it's like you do this to do that. And before you know it, you're not flying big, you're not flying small, or 
you know, you're trying to work in a little smack. So for me, the big deal is, is trying to just really get the tempo of the flights down right now where, you know, cause you don't want to repeat yourself. You don't want to do the same maneuver over and over again. And if you're flying a whiplash nitro, you're looking at, you know, nine minute flight times. If you're, that's three quarters of a tank. So mm-hmm. if somebody's watching a demo, you know, you don't want to repeat yourself or whatever. So, but Simon, uh, I, I can't imagine not doing this hobby if you're not Simon. Uh, it's just, you know, the cost effectiveness of it. I didn't have a Sim when I first started flying. The only thing I had was a, a CX-2 and, and a 450. And I would fly by streetlight outside my house when I got off work. <laughs> and, oh, dude, uh, and you ate dirt and you were glad <laughs> yeah. to have I, I put night blades on my 450, and I would fly by the streetlight, and it actually worked pretty good. It uh, it worked pretty good. It was one time I hit the street sign because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I was standing at the wrong side, and the light from the streetlight came in my eyes, and uh, I, I literally flew my 450 right into the damn street pole. But luckily, it was just a pair of blades and a main shaft. So, um, But you got to have a main shaft. I mean, you got to have a sim. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to sim in this I played golf when I was in high school, and I equate this hobby to golf. We went to state and golf, and, you know, we would golf 18 holes a day. Right. And if you want to progress, if you, if you want to get good at this hobby, uh, you, you, you have to get stick time, whether that's, you know, sim time or an MCPX or a, a brushless or MCPX. Or a subway in Montana. Or a subway, you know. It, it's... <laughs> There's just no substitution for stick time. I think Matt talked about it a couple of weeks ago on y'all's show, and those guys up in Minnesota, good Lord, man. I mean, you know, simming two or three hours like that, I guess yeah. they got nothing else they can do because well, of the cold. You know, you've got me beat just by 30 minutes a day. I cannot <laughs> – I I just – I I've been simming more lately. Um I find that after just a few minutes, 10 minutes maybe, uh, it just turns into a game for me. You know, it's I'm no longer working on ah, s- specific yeah. things. I just I can't keep my focus on the sim. I never have, to be honest, I've said it many times, I've, I've, I'm not a big fan of the sim. I, I understand its, its importance, yeah. but yeah. for me, it just never really translated. And um, when I first started flying, I did buy a Real Flight 4.5, and it just didn't make any sense to me. I was I couldn't understand on the sim how to control the helicopter until I actually got the helicopter, a real helicopter, and put it in the air. And I saw it doing what it's supposed to do. Then it started to help a little bit with the sim, you know, the whole muscle memory thing. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and that's, you know, the cool thing about it is uh, the new... I fly Phoenix. And for me, my, my two cents is, is Phoenix is much more intuitive and easier to tune, but with all the flybarless systems out there, and I've been flying V-bar for right at two and a half, three years. So um, the way you, you know, to to be able to tune your sim to fly like a real helicopter is is the killer of it all. Yeah. And and once you figure that out, that's where the simming actually becomes productive. Because like what you said, if you lose focus, if you're you know doing the sim and you're not paying attention or you just start flying around like it's a game, then unfortunately, yeah, you're, you're flying the sim, but you're not really practicing or you know trying to learn, learn a maneuver. Um, for me, the big deal this year has been all about trying to incorporate as many 
uh, transitions as I can in my flying. Um, cause you know, once you get the orientations down, it's like, okay, how can I transition into this orientation or that orientation? And if you fly with Mitch or Matt long enough or JC, you know, they're really good at coming in with the smack. They're really coming in, you know, with the big stuff and, uh, trying to incorporate all that. So I will actually, when I'm simming, there are certain things that I try to accomplish every time I sit down and I will work on those certain things and, and I'll give my chance to, uh, to work on that. And then as well, fly around and you basically pretend you know that you're actually doing a demo or something like that because flying around with pinion uh you never know what pinion's gonna pull and we were at a damn fun fly at monroe and i was sitting there basically eating lunch and uh one of the guys we fly with robert abels which he flies for miniature as well he was doing a demo and i didn't know that i was going to do a demo and the next thing i know opinions up there telling me that I have to go do a demo and my bird, my bird wasn't fueled. I didn't have a battery charged or anything. So yeah, you never, it's going to happen when, when pinions are around. <laughs> so, you know, so being a rep though, I, I do approach the, the sim from that perspective, you know, you know, kind of have a routine in your pocket or something like that. But if there's a maneuver or something you're trying to, to really practice, the sim is really productive if you tune the helicopter to fly like your helicopter. So if you're flying, if you're just learning and your cyclic response is slow, you know, you can go in and tune these sims to respond the way your helicopter is. Now, the cool thing about Phoenix is, is that you use your own radio. Mm-hmm. So there is a, I think it, it just feels better if you're using your radio. Some guys will bitch and moan about wear and tear on the pots and all that. But, you know, these radios these days are, you know, they cost a lot of money. There's a lot of performance in them. And I don't think you're going to wear them out flying them on the sim like that. It's no different than flying every day. So, Have you, uh, uh, have you had a chance to try Real Flight 6? I have, man. I have. And we, uh, we were up at the shop. I say the shop. We were up at Aero Hobbies the other day. And we've flown Real Flight 6. The problem for me is, is... I'm kind of a nitro hound. I love the electrics, but my, my first love really is nitro. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of issues with Real Flight 6 where the governor on Real Flight 6 is kind of odd. When you unload the machine, it actually stutters like it's pulling the throttle back too far. And to go in and detune that is is actually kind of a pain Yeah. Um, to do that. Now, the gravity and some of the things like that in Real Flight 6 are phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, the the pure rate, or if you're practicing pure flips, I mean, real flat six is really, for me to fly real flat six, it's the best real flat's ever been. Yeah. And and I know it's because they got Bobby and uh, some of those guys in there, Matt, to tune that. And uh, it's, it's really good. Um, it would just be cool if it was a little bit more intuitive to be able to tune that out. So, but... Uh, not the other way. I guess it's been a few weeks ago. I was up at the local hobby shop and they had a kiosk with uh, Real Flight Six up there, and um, I was duly impressed. I was like, "Wow, this this feels really good." Now I didn't get a chance to mess around with it a lot, but yeah, I did decide I haven't done it yet. But uh, I called Real Flight to find out what the deal is with uh, upgrading. Means that I don't have the discs or anything, and I still have my controller, so I'm able to update it. <laughs> I'm update. I, I can update it to to six. For like 50 bucks. So, oh, well, then that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think I'm going to do it. I, I Mainly I do uh, Phoenix when I do so. You know, in fact, 
We've talked more about simming in the last uh, little bit than probably I've simmed in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you need to, you need to, it's all about stick time, dude. You, you know, um, yeah. And you know, I fly with a bunch of guys and we got a great bunch of guys and, uh, there's some guys that just cannot make themselves sim. They just, they hate it. But then when they get to the field, they do the same shit day in, day out. And, They'll watch somebody fly, and they get motivated, and then they go home, and, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't know what the disconnect is on on, yeah. on the simming, yeah. but. You guys yeah. would love flying at our field. Yeah. Uh, this afternoon, we have, like, uh, there was probably 10 guys there flying. Shut There's up. nine chairs out. Everybody's <laughs> sitting in chairs going, okay, impress us. I mean, this yeah. we were out there one time, and uh, nobody crashed. <laughs> I, I think we had one little tip over yeah. from an auto, and that was it. But, uh very motivational. I mean, they, you know, guys are, because uh, you can kind of, you know, everybody kind of knows where everybody's at. Mm-hmm. So when you up the game a little bit, uh, there's going to be some guys that everybody notices, pats you on the back and, and tells you, you know, great flight. So yeah, it that's... encourages you during the week, you know, to try to come out there with something new, uh, yeah. you know, for everybody. Well, so you know, for me, uh, Rusty, and you may or may not know this, um, I really don't need to sim because, and actually Bobby Watts confirmed it here a few episodes <laughs> ago, but uh you know, I, I pretty much taught him everything he knows. So is that simming, right? Yeah. So <laughs> simming for you me what, is really kind of. Well, you know what Bobby did to me after he saw me fly? He kissed. He you. goes, no, he goes, pinion. You fly better than chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> I went. So you're telling me I fly better than a one arm guy? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Oh, <laughs> I tell you. You should have said. You should have said. Well, you know, give chicken wing a little fiber, and he might be flying better than me. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had that we were sending him a, a little small videos sms videos i guess you'd call them you know and i'm calling him a bastard you know and stuff well i didn't know he was driving his rv in a freaking rainstorm he's about to run off the road you know trying to send messages back <laughs> he's calling me names but anyway i said well chicken wing you pull over and we'll finish this conversation <laughs> but, uh, we have a good time with him he's he, you know, he's not as uh, constipated as you would think. It's really kind of an act. <laughs> he's really a nice guy. Yeah. But uh, he's got the acting like a prick down to an art form. <laughs> this is true. So here, here's the question, since the two of you are here. Who flies better, Pinion or Rusty? Oh, Rusty, hands down. Huh? <laughs> uh, I mean, my whole thing out at the club, uh, you know, I've, if you want to fly better, you have to fly around people that are better than you are. Yes. Uh, you know, that's how you're going to elevate your game. That's how you get motivated. I mean, that's not the only reason I'm out there, but I mean, that's, you know, that was, that's one of the great things about the club. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would not be anywhere near where I'm at now. And I'm not saying I'm doing great, but uh, I would not be anywhere near where I'm at now. If I was still just flying by myself out in front of my house, yeah. no way. So yeah. it's helped a lot. How long opinion have you been flying? Uh, I started in uh, uh, December of 2009. Oh, okay. So yeah. he actually, I'll tell you, opinion, he actually flies pretty good. We, we had him doing, uh, tail tucks and inverted loops and at a high rate of speed in the, in the Texas yes, wind. Which for opinion is about five miles an hour. No, you, you had it. <laughs> I spend most good. of the time flying my helicopter, just trying to keep the damn thing slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually flies pretty good, but we've got a great group. Uh, you know, everybody's really encouraging and everybody's kind of, pushing everybody and it is it's true if you fly with good flyers you you raise to that level and it it really does help there's no two ways about that i'm yeah, doomed have, uh, yeah i have a, a <laughs> you're doomed <laughs> yeah. 
There's a member <laughs> of the club, uh, George Brown, who uh, I, I, yeah. I always kind of felt we were about the same level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't like exactly <laughs> doing the same thing, but, you know, we kind of uh, huddled together and go out and, uh, you know, encourage one another and that sort of thing. And I had not been out the field in about four weeks. And, uh, man, that dude's left me in the dust. Today yeah. he was beating <laughs> of it. I don't know what happened. He, he got a logo. And uh, he flies a T-Rex 700 nitro and an electric as well. But I think the logo kind of opened him up or something because he really, uh, he's upped his game. So shout out to you, George. Good flying today. But uh, I'll be back next week. Really good. I'm going to send my You're ass off You're going to see some stuff you've never seen before, my friend. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, you know what? I think it's about time for our tech tip. This tech tip is brought to you by HeliPros. Fly hard. HeliPros has the parts. Hi, this is Dieter, also known as RCD Butts, with your 60-second tech tip. Today's topic is the pre-flight check. Take off the canopy and check everything over. Move all the parts by hand and give the linkages a little tug to make sure that nothing is loose or popping off. Check all of your dampeners for stiffness or damage, and if you see anything wrong, replace them. Tug on the blade grips to make sure everything is nice and tight. Check the bolts to make sure nothing is loose. When it's time to fire up the heli, have a step-by-step procedure set up that you go through every time to ensure safe startup. Make sure the radio is on first and that the throttle hold is on and none of the flight switches are set to stunt mode. Place the transmitter in an area where none of the switches or sticks will get bumped. Power up your receiver and check that the controls are working correctly. Also check to make sure that all gyros are correcting in the proper directions. If all checks out, then start your engine or plug in the main batteries. Hold the head of the heli during this part just in case there is a hot start. It's better to kill some gears than to make a trip to the hospital. Don't forget to set your timer and watch the spool up for anything unusual. And if all is well, tear up the skies. This has been your RC Heli Nation 60 Second Tech Tip. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about batteries. Uh, you know, the I, I can tell you how not to treat them. How not to treat them. They don't come in gallon cans, so I'm not I'm real familiar master with master of puffed packs. Yes. All right. So, you know, we've talked in the past. We've had uh, Slicer on uh, kind of giving us his rundown on the parallel charging and stuff like that. I got a, an email from a listener. Um, I assumed from the email that this uh, listener was fairly new to the hobby. And, you know, there's there's a lot of options for batteries out there. And, yeah. and, and for electric, uh, speaking from, uh, you know, electric helicopters, you know, there's the decision whether to not, whether or not you should use a BEC or a separate flight pack. I, you know, in my opinion, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like using the BEC, but I guess it all depends upon what kind of charging setup you have up. Uh, Rob, which do you prefer? Do you like to run a separate pack or do you use a BEC? Uh, well, on my Gowie 550, I got the, uh, uh, Castle BEC Pro on that guy. Um, and then on my X5, I'm just running straight eight. I have to say, I you know, but if I had to guess between the two, I'd probably say I'd stick with a lipo. You know, I kind of like that uh, having a flight pack there. It's a little bit heavier than a BEC is going to be, right? It's just for me, it just ends up being more a little more simple. You know, I had an issue on my 550 where the uh, uh, was after actually it was after I was doing a blade stop. And opinion, like you were saying, you know, when you're around people that push you, you try things that you normally wouldn't and. You know, I actually got pretty successful stopping the blades all the way, starting them back up and stuff. Well, I tried it with my 550 and a belly flop. I didn't get out of that, you know. But um, after that, the BEC was wonky for 
as long you know, as if I might try to use it for the next couple of weeks after that, I couldn't do it. So I had to buy another one, right? I've crashed the shit out of my X5, I don't know how many times, and the power source hasn't been damaged yet. You know what I mean? So I'm a fan of going straight eight off a lipo, you know, if you you know, if you can afford the space and the weight and stuff like that, um, you know, over going with the BAC or whatever. So, so this kind of this question kind of goes to anyone who wants to answer it. And if you all want to have a a crack at it, just just speak up. But from a new person's point of view, from a new person's perspective, is there an advantage or a disadvantage if you want to use a BEC? Outboard BEC all day long. Yeah. 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 Outboard BEC. And Definitely. tell us why. Why? Why do? You, why is that an advantage? Well, you know, if you run an outboard BEC and you're pulling that off your your flight pack, you're really not adding that much more weight. But if you lose or if you overdo your, you know, speed controller, you can still get the bird down if you're, you know, autoing or whatever. So on all of our electrics, we, you know, we're running the outboard BEC and it's really not that much more weight, but it's sure going to help if you're having an issue or if you overamp your, your speed controller. To just today, George, whose opinion was talking about, he overamped his jive, but he runs an outboard BEC instead of the internal, and he was able to get it down just fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. So, yeah. What does what Pinion like to do? He likes to put nitro in his batteries or what? <laughs> well, Pinion has done the uh, – I've done the extra battery and I've done the BEC. You know, from a beginner standpoint, uh, you know, a beginner is more apt to overamp. I mean, that's what happened to me with the T-Rex 500. Uh, I had to grab a big old hunk of collective. Uh, I was careening toward the earth at colossal speeds. And, uh, you know, just as I thought I saved it, the summit shut down. All right. You know, like, I'm going to take the rest of the day off, John. Uh, you can put me back in your truck later. <laughs> but uh, In a target so bag. I, I can see the benefits. I mean, a lot of it is just, you know, uh, com- with complexity uh, comes expense and uh, comes with uh, potential failure. So, you know, name your poison. Uh, but uh, I've, I've done both. I hate having to put that. Uh, I, I had a 12S set up where I had an external battery you know, a third battery. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ, how many batteries am I going to put on this thing? You know, but, uh, <laughs> I imagine so. the lamp will fire coming off that sucker. Yes. Oh. But, uh, but, uh, for the, uh, for the furious Furion, I've got the, uh, the Hercules, uh, you need yeah. your platinum visa BEC to order. Yeah. Things down there, hundred dollars. Right. It's a hundred dollars. Yep. Yes. It's, but it will be money well spent. I'm sure. So yeah. Jake, you are, you're getting a goblin here shortly. Yep. And uh, what what route did you decide to go with? You doing uh, external BEC or are you? Uh... I am. Um, the one pinion was just talking about was currently in my hand as we speak. What else is in your hand? You don't want to know. Uh huh. Yes. One hand holds the BEC. The other holds. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, does it feel <laughs> like it's worth? I got to ask you. I've never held one. Does it feel like it's worth a hundred dollars? <laughs> I don't know. No, no the BEC, know. not the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the subway man about the other thing. One one hand's holding the BEC, the other one's hand holding the warm weather dick. <laughs> <laughs> what is that they have over in English? Spotted dick. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I I do the uh, on my X. I, you know, I'm fairly new to electrics. Uh, Rob talked me into getting an X5 last summer. Enjoy the shit out of it, and. Um, I went with the uh, external BEC as well. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot of peace of mind. Um, you, you just can't beat it. Yeah. 
So let's kind of move into a, uh, nitros, and that's you know that's where my favorite is. And of course, we have yes, we, yes. oh yes, glorious we've got, nitro. We've got a couple options for our flight packs. We can do two S lipos, or we can do two uh, S uh, life packs. Yep. Now, depending, I suppose on on your bent on whether or not you want to do uh, high voltage uh, servos, uh, that's going to be the determining factor of whether or not you're going to go with a life. Now, there's also a weight issue, right? Lifes right. are a little bit high, heavier than lipos. Yep. Yeah, they are heavier. But for me, I actually, one of my, my Nitro 600, for example, my token 600, as uh, opinion <laughs> calls it, <laughs> it, uh, it runs off a two-a-cell lipo, but I got the Vibe 50 running on a life pack. And for me, weight's not an issue because, you know, when you're doing 48-degree uh, tail and hovering, weight's really not a problem. <laughs> weight, weight, no. really, <laughs> weight probably helps you, right? So don't yeah. get a 49 and 50 exactly. too soon. <laughs> you know, you know it, 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 it adds a little more weight to the helicopter, so when you start doing those pitch pumps, it doesn't go crazy on you, right? Kind of keeps right. it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, for me, it's I, I enjoy the life packs myself because, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to run things unregulated. Of course, if you're using uh, high-voltage servos, then I guess you could run your, your 2S unregulated. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys prefer on your nitros? Man, I love uh, straight eight. You know, on a nitro, a 2S setup is just so much simpler. It's it's less equipment to wire, and it's less equipment to get, you know, the vibration of a nitro. So, you know, and there's so many servos out there that you can run 2S. You know, you don't have to buy the high-voltage servos. There's a lot of them that will run, you know, 451s, 8717s. Um, even the uh, the Align 610s, people have been running at 8 volts yep. and, and doing just fine. It's just so much simpler to not have to carry a regulator and carry that weight. So all my nitros have been 2S. And, you know, now if you can, if you can afford it, there's actually 2S uh, tail servos. Savox has got one, and uh, Fataba's got their 256, which... Um, I'll have on my whiplash, and so that's you know it just makes wiring so much easier. You only have to step down as the as the uh, throttle servo, unless you run a high voltage servo on that. So, right. well, I, I got to correct you, Rusty. It's uh, you said Savix, it's or uh, Savix. Savix. Yeah, yeah Savix. 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 I can't. I can't say it like that. I just. I can't. <laughs> it's the official Boston pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Put some Savix in the gabbling. Uh, Rusty also runs his. Uh, it, it's rubbed off on me. Sometimes I curse it. Sometimes I like it. But uh, he doesn't run a switch either. He just uh, no. No, I don't either. I never did. Yeah. I never have run a switch on anything. Well, yeah. I did. I did run a switch on the gassers. Yeah, I mean the switch that can't break is a switch you don't use. Yeah. So you know we still cut holes. Now obviously the T Rex canopies have holes cut in the nose. But um, when I flew uh, my rave, I had a. I was probably the only guy flying a rave with a hole cutting the bottom of the nose but we just plug in our ec3 connectors and, and uh, velcro them back up in the canopy because the switch can't fail if there's not a switch on the helicopter so yeah i've never i've uh, whether it's by design or uh, i don't know I, I the first helicopter i built i didn't put a switch on and i just have never put a switch on any others except for like i said the gasser yeah and, and the, you know uh, and the fusion <laughs> uh, I, well you know rumor has it that i do have a fusion <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's what i heard yeah, I, yeah so there very well may be a switch on the fusion <laughs> well there was but i as i was cutting the helicopter in half i also uh 
cut where you plug in that wire. Ah, that okay. So, yeah. So Now no. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Essentially, you know, you're you're deciding on which batteries you want to use. You've got to also consider kind of back to the electrics, the flight packs you're going to use. But on top of that, you got to also think about what what your charging setup is like. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, you know, the most any charger, good charger is going to be able to charge whatever chemistry you got as far as life or, or lipo. But, uh, you know, if you're running a separate pack, flight pack, uh, yeah. you got to have several of them uh, as, long, as well as several, um, you know, main packs for your electric as well true um so that's another thing for you guys that are wondering which way to go that's an additional cost that you're going to yeah. have to worry about and not only on top of just actually buying the batteries which aren't that expensive to begin with you're going to have to figure out how you're going to charge everything uh as well some guys like to charge everything at home and just bring everything with them and some guys like to like to go all out like jake recently did with his uh charging uh station uh, yeah. Have you guys? Yeah. Uh, have you seen that, uh, Rob? Have you seen the pictures for that yet? Have we released that review? Um, it's released on my site. I haven't finished putting it up on the nation yet, though. So uh, Jake gets a hold of Progressive RC and uh, decides he needs a new charging station, and he spared no expense. He got. It's nice. He's got one of those. Uh, what is that? The uh, twenty-four uh, volt, one thousand watt oh, meanwhiles. The Dell twenty four fifty, I think it is. No, 20, yeah. no, he went straight for the Meanwhile. The, I mean, it's a fancy. It's in one of those uh, water. Oh, it's legitimate. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. yes. So it's not a server. It's a, a server power supply. Right. Right. Yes. It's fancy. Oh wow! Very cool. It's got. Uh, he made sure it was bright yellow, so he can't lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that the yellow case. Yes. That's right. Yes. yes. Pinion has a yellow case. Yeah, I, um, I. I've built a uh, uh, server power supply with the two HP. Uh, it's it's HP, isn't it, Rob? You have one as well. Yeah, it is HP. Uh, I want to say six ten, and I don't know what the rest of the model is, but the it's the long skinny. Yeah, the two yep. long skinny ones. Yeah. So, you know, that is something that you guys need to consider when you're thinking about your batteries is how you're going to charge them. And and I got to tell you, building your own computer power supply is really easy to do. It's a little intimidating, uh, you know. If, when you first think about it, uh, you know, especially like if you're like me and you don't have any, you know, experience with electrical stuff. But I got to tell you, you, there's a site in uh, what's the name of that uh, guy, Rob? Sit it's T Gen guy. Yes, T Gen Tech is his uh, blog or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put a show note up to that. He he takes you through the steps easy, and uh, I actually do. I should gather those photos up. I've got a kind of a step by step. Uh, I took photos of the each step I did when I was building it. So don't let that, don't let that uh, scare you away from building your own power supply. It's really not that hard at all. So yeah, no, no, it's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, electrical burns, not that bad anyway. You can get treatment for that at, uh, you know, any emergency room. rather. <laughs> and then you do, you do have to, uh, you do have to brush up on your soldering skills. If you're going to put one of those together. This is true. Um, this is... Well, I find if you if you cross the wires, it'll weld. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've done that. Use arc weld. Yes. Oh That's shit, pinion. One time yeah. I was uh, I was testing uh, with a voltmeter. I was just checking the, the a pack, and I it was a Dean's connector, and I had I was holding one of the the I don't even know what they're called, the tester prongs or whatever, and 
uh, I was holding the, the Dean's probe. Between, yeah, probe, whatever they call it. <laughs> little, little, little metal bring stick. In, bring in the probe. I was holding yeah. the Dean's between my pinky and my thumb, and I was kind of holding the, the one probe with my uh, pointer finger and middle finger. And then, of course, I had the other one with my other hand, and I'm just kind of putting it in there and trying to – I look over to read the <laughs> read the meter, and all of a sudden, I, out of the corner of my eye, I just see shit just going off. I mean, it's like <laughs> – I literally melted one of the probes all the way, like an inch and a half. Just, Sweet. just nice. completely. I didn't get burnt. I don't know how. Well I didn't played, get burnt. my friend. But uh, I almost burned down Andy's new hobby shop. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Tell them that week. story. The, the, what's the new uh, quad from uh, E Flight? The MQ MQX. MQX. Yeah. So I'm flying that thing in the shop. I, you know, get about a three minute, four minute flight in. Uh, Doug was working there. He says, "Hey man, charge that pack so it'll be ready for next time." I'm like, "No problem. That's a Hyperion charger. I know how to use that. Get out of my way." You know, so I go over and it's got the octopus on it with like the eight different leads. So I hook this little uh, 1S pack up and I start dicking with the charger trying to get it set for 1S, you know, 500 milliamps, all that crap. I noticed that the pack is starting to burn and swell. <laughs> and I smell the right. burning and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I look and there was a 3S LiPo plugged in uh, to another one of the octopus leads. <laughs> <laughs> So that nice. little bastard charged real quick. It was ready. I said, uh, Doug, it's good to go. You can just plug it. <laughs> Anybody who wants to fly, it'll work just fine now. But I almost burned yeah, the nice. shop down. Oh, geez. Don't let a dog charge batteries. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and you're going to look real funny bald when you burn all your little uh, chihuahua fur off your body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got stuff down there that should be best covered with hair, my friend. <laughs> all right. Said you don't want to see Hi, my name's Casey Anthony, and when I listen to RC Heli Nation, it makes me feel like I'm getting away with murder. Anybody know a good nanny? Opinion's been flying naked lately, too. Oh, yeah? Yes, he flew all day naked. <laughs> yes, I'm flying Tim Jones style. Nice. Yes, no canopy, baby. What's up? Why are you doing that? I do. I cannot well, I'm gonna fly. Be honest, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not really. I tell you what, if you try it a while and you get used to it, Yep. My deal is, w when I crash now, I'm happy because I turn around and go, hey, I just saved 80 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm 80 bucks ahead, baby. Uh, if I could figure out to fly one of these bastards without blades, I'd do that too. Because you save money. There you go. <laughs> just throw it and hope for the best. Put those paddles back on, man. Maybe you can get the head speed up high enough. You can just use your yeah. paddles. But no, I've, I've been flying <laughs> naked lately. I like flying naked. It's quite liberating. You like the breeze? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> helps cool the shaft so pinion you're uh along with your new miniature aircraft dealer you uh, you mentioned earlier are you flying the maverick blades speaking of blades oh yes i'll be flying the maverick blades yeah yes. what do you think of them uh well i've i've flown them in the past mm -hmm. uh, uh i guess one generation of blades ago mm -hmm. uh and i really liked them i liked the uh they seem to auto rotate well, and I was doing a lot of unintentional auto rotations at yeah. the time, uh -huh. so it was a big benefit. But I was trying to get some. What What are the new blades, Rusty? The, uh, the, the you wanted the VSTs, the Visual Stealth Technology. I wanted these yeah. blades. I thought, you know, that's what you want when you fly helicopters—a blade you can't see. <laughs> 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 no, actually, it has, 
I'm making fun. It has white tips on it. I just thought it was a nice looking blade. It is a very nice looking blade. In fact, but yeah. it's so nice yeah. they're not in stock. I couldn't get one. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I've been flying Maverick blades. I mean, I do have a few other brands, um, but for the most part, every blade I fly is a Maverick blade. Yeah, they're just that wide cord, man. They're just they're badass. Yeah. They just work. And so they're so. I'm looking, looking forward to going through many sets this season. Yeah. So yeah. You plan on doing a bit of crashing, do you? Well, <laughs> it seems to be inevitable for many. Yeah. But uh, oh, John, come on, man! You hadn't crashed, and when's the last time you crashed? A week, at least. A day? <laughs> well, I crashed. Well, I crashed down in Orlando, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Saw the video. Virgin yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, but you had your head up your ass on that one. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so. The season's coming up. I mean, uh, yes. we're, we're, we're getting ready. It's right around the corner, even for those of us up here in the cold weather. It's not too far away. Dan, Dan, mm-hmm. the season never stopped down here. No, but go shut ahead. up. <laughs> go ahead with your premise. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept your premise. Okay. Yeah. You warm weather dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so. I was in shorts today. Oh, yes. Man. You know, we were commenting while he was flying. It looks like he's been working out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was in I was in shorts today too as well, but I was sitting next to my fireplace. Oh no, man, we were yeah. Well, I you know I fly in shorts as much as I can. I carry wind pants in my truck, so you know to hell with it. We're gonna fly. It's in rumored shorts. that Rusty flies commando as well. Really? Well, yes. Nah. Does that, no. does that turn you on a little bit, Pinion? Or? Oh. <laughs> I notice he gets in and out of the outhouse quicker than anybody else. So I figure he's got that stuff to move around. I see. <laughs> Maybe he's wearing a depends. No, I don't think and so. he just has to change it real fast. <laughs> Opinion is the only one at the field old enough for the pin. <laughs> okay. Now, that's a true statement. So I was looking on Helifreak the other day, and I couldn't help but notice you have a, a thread up there called uh, the, the Tour? What, what the hell is it called? Anyway, it's an explanation of where you're going to be this summer, kind of a rundown yeah. where Pinion's yeah. going to make appearances. Yes, Pinion's 2012 Tour. That's what it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, you know, I, I did the original post. Mm-hmm. And if it changes any, I can't change the damn post because after like two days, you're locked out of your own freaking post. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to change it, but uh, I guess I can't. I'll just have to go. <laughs> Even if the days are wrong, I'll be there on the wrong days. So from the looks of it, you're going to be one busy dog this summer. Yes, uh, do uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Do the fabulous uh, Las Vegas fun fly. You know, um, I was going to try to make it to Las Vegas, but of course there's a NASCAR race that same weekend. Well, you know what yeah. you need to do? I'll tell you That's what you need to do, Dan. You need to, come, you need to come to Dallas and go down to the Cajun Helifest with us. Yeah? Yeah, you do, man. Yeah. You really do. It's got, you get a cheap ticket to Dallas. You ride down there in the RV, uh, the Bon Jovi bus with us. Yeah? Yes. Uh, JC will be there. Uh, Kettlebutt will be there. Yes. Uh, Rusty, Robert, everybody. Matt. Nice. Uh, Mitch. Mitch will be Mitch there. Price will yep. be there. His dad. We're going to have a good time down there in, in Louisiana. Those guys know how to, as they say, pass a good time. So there'll be a lot of food down there. We're going to be eating alligator. We'll probably have some other unidentified meats. Yeah. Uh, Is any of it? Any we're of going it? to be doing heli fishing. Yeah. Yes, we'll be fishing. I'm, I'm building a special heli fishing take a helicopter to take down there. Is it a... So, is it a token T-Rex or something you can... Oh, no. I, I tell you what, I've got... Uh, uh, some older velocity fifties ah. uh, that I got from John Cook when he moved on to, uh, I guess he went on to Compass. But uh, anyway, I have about four or five fuselages, and uh, I even have a flyboard version. 
Uh-huh. So uh, I think I'm going to piece one of those babies together. We're going to put a hook in the bobber and a worm, mm. and we're going to catch you some fish with that baby. So uh, you, you can find a video. Uh, uh, Curtis did it, I think, last year. I've seen yeah. a few. I've seen a Same few. Plan. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, a well, few. He caught one. Yeah, and then after he caught it, they got back over. No shit, we don't have any way to get it off. You know, they didn't think about <laughs> what happens when you really catch it. But uh, hey, uh, speaking of videos, you guys have all seen that silly video of the guy firing up the Raptor 90 in the living room with the with the four or five people sitting around a coffee table. Oh yeah, my God! What's wrong Dave. with that? It's <laughs> wrong with standard that. to me. Uh, well, you know, there's another video out there, and. Uh, well, while you're digging for that, uh, what pinion's going? To, I'm going to Austin this year as well. Yeah, I'll be going up to the uh, to the Mid America Fun Fly in uh, Detroit with the uh, Big D, Notorious D. Mm-hmm. Big D. Yeah, it's going to have fun with him. Uh, the uh, Rotors on the Washita Pitch Fest up in Minnesota with uh, Mitch and Matt and the boys. Um, Urcha, of course. Uh, the Ellie Freak Fun Fly, I guess that's going to be in October this year. The Urch is August 15th through 19th. Yeah, July, that is uh, Heli Pros in July. Yes, and I'm coming to the Heli Pros. Yeah, I'm, we're going to. I'm going to drag these guys down here with me, too. We go. uh, yeah, I'm going to be there uh, for a whole week. Oh, cool. That's, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's an awesome, fun time. I imagine the view is pretty spectacular, too. Well, right? not really. You know, Billings is kind of the butthole of Montana. <laughs> if you want to see beautiful montana you need to come to my side of the state and i so think those... I, assume, I assume the billings chamber of commerce is not going to be sponsoring your podcast anytime soon <laughs> right you know it's just like castle won't be sponsoring pinion anytime soon yeah no, castle will not be sponsoring pinion so anyway this this link i was talking about i just sent you a copy this is kind of a new version of that link this guy fires up a 600 nitro in his living room no one, there's no one around, but at the end of the video, he lands and his girlfriend or wife or whatever she is comes, comes through the, you can see her in the top of the frame. She comes through. She's like, what in the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> so I don't know, man. Firing up a nitro in the living room does not seem like a good idea to me. No, no I love nitro no. and I would no. never do that. <laughs> JC and I had a MCPX start running, even though it was in hold and it, hit him about 10 times before he could throw it on the floor and step on it. <laughs> so, it was like a rabid yeah. mosquito. Hey. Oh, yes. I mean, there wasn't even enough there to, you know, hold. You know, it was just a massive Shakes blade feet. spinning. I got to tell you what, that getting hurt by or hit by an MCPX, that, that yeah. does not feel good. Well, it, it doesn't sound very macho <laughs> because you bring it with you to the hospital. Yeah. And we lose opinion or something. Yeah, we're opinion go. Pinion, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes, sir. Hey. Okay, I guess I didn't pay my internet bill. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, John. No, I but think I uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys this summer at some event. It definitely, um, definitely at Heli Pros. Um, yeah, let's. Yeah, we want to go to that one. Um, uh, we're looking forward to your. Uh, I know you're going to have epic shows every night at Urcha. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, we're that. definitely going to Urcha. Um, Rob's going to go. Jake's going to go. Brian's going to be there. You guys rock. We're looking forward to, to you guys being there this year, and we, we hope you let us sit in with you one night. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're gonna what yeah. we're what our plan is, uh, kind of temporarily is, um, you know, eventually it would be nice to be able to do a live stream, but I just don't know if the internet uh, capabilities are going to be there because you know it requires quite a bit of bandwidth. Yeah. yeah. But um, our plan is to do. You know, 40-minute episodes every night. 
uh, of the event. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. it'd hey, be buddy, a good I time. Going, I believe you're going to be able to do two hours every night. Well, you know, we I, could. I, we, honest, I bet, I bet you that's going to. Now, you know, you may only put an hour of it on the air because the rest of it will be, you know. Well, the idea, opinion, <laughs> is to kind of. <laughs> the idea, though, is to uh, unfit for distribution. Yeah, it's like we don't want to do a. It, it needs to kind of be a one take show, right? Yes, much like pinion stuff. One yes, take one take, one take pinion. The idea is so we don't end up having to do a shit ton of uh, editing, Edit. post production, yeah. and um, so it's not going to be a. The audio quality isn't going to be spectacular, but that's not really the point. The point is to kind of talk about what happened that day. So sure, I'm, I'm excited really for you guys. Cool. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, and so I'm really gonna come hang out the Bon Jovi bus. Yeah. Yes, we're coming in the Bon Jovi bus. Yes. Yeah. The official bus of RC Heli Nation. Yes. Yeah. The Bon Jovi bus. Yeah. Hey, but, there's uh, a lot of fun shit that happens in that bus. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> we could yeah. uh, drink some uh, Dos Equis. Yes. Twenties. Uh, yeah. Some Twenties. Twenties. The tag. official beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Rusty likes the old number seven. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, Yes, he flies lower and smoother when he's on it. <laughs> so, uh, Jake, are you still with us? I am. Oh, you haven't been talking much. Well, I think he just hung up on you. We just lost somebody. We did get, we do have a couple uh, sponsors of the show now. I'm not sure if you're aware, but it's always worth a mention now. Outrage has uh, decided that they want to be a part of the show. Sure, oh, cool. Outrage. Yes, that's yes. greatness. Yeah, yes. that's, that's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, and, uh, we appreciate their support. Absolutely. And on yes. top of that, um, of course, the guys over at HeliPros, you know, I've been dealing with those guys for, for, for a while. I've and heard a little bit about those. I think I know something about those guys, right? Rusty, we should know something about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes. very happy about that. Yeah. Yes. Rock. So they're also sponsoring the show, which is kind of nice. So, you know, uh, it's just it's nice to have the support of some of these uh, these people that are kind of into the show. It's kind of nice. Sure. Well, Dan, yeah, every episode's getting cool. better. I mean, this is a classic example. I mean, you just can't top this. I don't know what the hell you're going to do next week. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, douche but, uh, one I mean, and douche two. Yes, How can but, you beat I mean, that? You know, I'm real proud of you and the and the guys. Uh, you're putting out a great product. Um, I know you're getting all this new equipment and, uh, you know, making some investments in the show. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know all the listeners appreciate it. Lots of people walk up to me and comment about Darcy Ellie Nation. That's so, awesome. That, you yeah. know, and um, that, that's one thing that we love about the listeners of the show. They've, they're so um, interactive, and, and they've been so great about making sure that all their flying buddies know about us. Yes. Um, and that, you know, we can't thank you guys enough for that. That is a huge part of why RC Ellie Nation is becoming what it is becoming, uh, just simply from the fact that people are – enjoying what we're doing and, and they're they're talking to it about yeah, that you guys rock yeah it's a lot of fun so all righty guys so you know the facebook page and the giveaway we're we're still working on the 700 nitro fly bar from chaos uh, thanks a lot cliff at rc aerodyne scaleflying.com for that uh donation remember um we're gonna do a random once we hit a thousand whoever uh whoever gets the random pick is gonna win the win the machine and uh had a, had a few emails um, saying, look, I'm not really into Facebook. Is there any way I can get in on this? Yeah, just go ahead and send me an email, and we will include you in on that random uh, giveaway. Also, whoever hits 1,000, uh, whoever is the 1,000th like is going to get a 450 machine uh, that I got here sitting on the desk waiting for a new owner. You know, we're kind of waiting on the 1,000th like, which is right around the corner because we're, whatever, you're pushing 870 now. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 866, man. We're almost there, guys. Yeah, almost there. That's awesome. That's yeah, cool. You'll make it this week. No problem. It's you're going to make it this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, I think that's uh, you're pretty close now. So. Yeah, yeah. We're, oh, we're, yeah. It kind of goes in spurts. Like, it grows like hell for two or three weeks, and then it just kind of, you know, one or two here and there for a week or well, two. Well, what would be interesting, it'll be like on eBay. Everybody will be unliking and liking, you know, when yeah. it gets close. <laughs> that's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> yes, because I think they're going to be gaming it, you know. It's funny so. you mentioned that because we were yeah. – we were talking about that just last night. So please don't do that, guys, because <laughs> it's just going to make yeah. it all that longer to get it, get it done. Yeah, don't do it. But um, also to um, the Facebook or the webpage, uh, there's been some changes. We mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Um, just kind of recap it. The videos, unfortunately, are no longer there because we got rid of the nation network. We're going to put a section on the form, uh, the show, the show support form for those videos if you still want to post them. Other than that, uh, you know, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do that at dan at rchillynation.com or Dan K. Reed on all the forums. Rob, how would I get in touch with you if I wanted to do that? Well, the, I think what you would probably want to do is um, go to your airport, your nearest airport, and try and uh, get somebody to scalp you their seat, their ticket, and fly to the United Kingdom and steal the jet man's uh, jet-powered wingsuit thing that he gets when he flies you guys have seen that video so mm-hmm. steal that thing from that guy and then get loaded up and then Jetman back across the Atlantic Ocean refuel halfway through there and then what you do is you want to come down on a as up with your parachute and land on top of uh, the Empire State Building and then just hang a flag there that has your message and uh, I'll get out my telescope and I'll see if I can find it um, and then I'll reply very nice. Otherwise, you know, if, you, if you'd rather, you could just email me at rob at rchillynation.com. Uh, you can check out uh, my blog. We link to that through the show uh, website or uh, come hit me up on Facebook. <laughs> and that's kind of a long, involved process, isn't it, isn't it guys? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, but it's a labor of love, you know. You, you just, you just got to make that, that, de- that determination that you're going to do it and just do it. That's right. That's how I know you mean it. <laughs> Jake, how would I get in touch with you if I wanted to send you an email? All right, well, you can reach me at uh, jake at rchellynation.com or catch me on the site I am. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Yeah. And if I want to get in touch with Pinion, what would I do? Opinion Dog 3D. whistle? Yes, that would work as well. <laughs> I think I hear one now. Oh, Opinion3D at gmail.com. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. And Rusty, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Uh, that would be uh, Max Texas Arthur, State right? Penal, Penal Institution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be uh, Max Arthur at Verizon.net, and that's M A C S R G R E A T. Sounds so. real good. Well, Pinion and Rusty, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. It was a lot of fun. Oh, guys, uh, thank you so much for, for inviting. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. We had a great time, my friend. Awesome. Wonderful as always. Hey, can I get one other thing, news thing in here? Sure. I just saw on face uh, Facebook, uh, Rachel Below, I think that's how you say her name. Close enough. Is that correct? Yeah. Re- she flew with the transmitter in front of her this afternoon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? She must be ambidextrous. <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, we sure hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. And uh, we'll catch you next week. I'll see la comada. Good <laughs> job. Yeah.